What you about to witness is my thoughts. Just my thoughts, man. Right or wrong. Just what I was feeling at the time. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Jive Time Turkeys. I'm uh, your host, A Prince 15, and today I'm joined by. Yeah, I like Dane. Dane was on the line. My shit is pure comedy, the IG Antoine. All right. Dr. Spot. All right, gentlemen. So, jumping right into it. They uh, released the NFL schedules on Thursday, and um, definitely uh, lots of good matchups. Um, uh, so just uh, going through what's your favorite matchups of the year, if you looked at your team's schedule, um, if you want to give a prediction, and we'll just go from there. Um, I'll start off with the Cowboys. I mean, I just looked at their schedule, and like, I don't want to get too high because they're the Cowboys, and like... You got to keep it even kill. But, like, looking at their schedule, man, I could see 10 wins. I mean, you know, they just – a couple things break their way. They could get to 12-4 and four easy. But I definitely see t- 10 wins. I don't think the Giants are going to be that much of a worry. Um, I expect them to beat the Browns, uh, the Rams. I think the Steelers are not going to be good this year either. Um I expect them to have trouble with San Fran, Seattle, Baltimore, definitely. Uh, For some reason, I I just see them losing to Minnesota away game after the bye week. Looking forward to Thanksgiving. I just see that one, like, as a trap game for them. Um, I don't think anyone can discount the America's team uh, slogan because they have, they're one of, like, five teams with the most primetime games with six. So, like, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's what I think about the Cowboys. Um, and we'll throw it to you next. I'm interested to what you think about the your your team, the 49ers, Super Bowl runners-up. Oh, we're, we're going back. Plain and simple. Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm looking at the schedule, and we got the NFC week and the AFC this year. Um, listen, I'm proud of Dallas. I really am. Y'all had, for the first time in probably a minute, a really decent draft, okay? But, I mean, you got a disgruntled quarterback coming into the joint, and then y'all signed that ginger kid. It was Dalton. Y'all saw Dalton as a backup? We did. We did. And this is the Mike McCarthy years now. And for what I remember about Mike McCarthy, he don't run the ball. He don't run the ball at all. So, I mean... I, listen, everybody's going to have love for their team. I see everybody's projecting the Cowboys to do 11. I'll say we'll do 12 because somebody might have our number on an off week. Um, but I, I, I see us back in the playoffs at least all the way to the NFC Championship, if not the Super Bowl. We did a hell of a job filling in our holes. I mean, I, I, I like this. The NFC is ours to lose. Put it like that. Okay, I mean... Of course, I expect that from you, you know, being, you know, that's your team. Um, I would contend that Mike McCartney has never had a running back as good as Ezekiel Elliott. So we'll see about him not running the ball. Uh, who? See, there you go. Eddie Lacy. Come on now. You can't even say. You got to cough that. When you have a workhorse, when you have a three-down back, 
Eddie Lacy wasn't a three-down back because he couldn't catch the ball and he had no speed out the backfield. That, that wasn't Mike McCarthy's system anyway. Yo, you, bu- the you build your system around the players. Like Roger Craig read the ball, ran the ball in the San Fran with the West Coast offense that we primarily remember for quarterbacks and receivers. So when you have a running back, you run the ball and your system adjusts for that. Like he had Aaron Rodgers, and the best person you named during that 10-year run he had in Green Bay was Eddie Lacy. I think that proves my point right there. Like right there, the best running back you could pull out of Green Bay was Eddie Lacy. Because up until then, there wasn't even a, I mean, a running back. For real, for real. Y'all ran a bunch. Of, y'all ran, they ran four or five wideouts and a tight end. Nah, nope. That year they won the Super Bowl, they ran three, which means they still had a running back. That, but that's my point. Like he, he's never had a good one. If he had a good running back, I contend he'd run the ball. I don't know, man. I don't feel like that's just my McCarthy system. Yeah, we go see. We go see. But yeah, y'all just uh, glossed over my team. Nah, we. That <laughs> <laughs> I heard Alex Smith running laps again. That's what's up. Oh, that's good, for Alex Smith. I'm proud of him. You know what I mean? But that's. You need to go ahead and get him a headset and uh, a polo shirt when it's warm <laughs> in the fall, early fall, and then get a coat in the wintertime because he needs to be a coach. But um, Washington, I'll probably, I don't see them win any more than five games. They they have a, a hell of a schedule. Yeah. Already in the division with two against Dallas and, and, and uh, Philadelphia, they may pull out one of those four games. NFC West, they they may get Arizona, maybe, because it's early in the season. You know, who knows? But that's going to be tough. Um, I think the Steelers will probably be better. I actually think the Steelers may be decent this year. I, I just believe in the Steelers. Until, but the Cardinals, the, the Browns. I don't know. The Ravens did some things Browns. in this draft this year, yo. They can't. Well, yeah, the Ravens are going to be good. But, you know, I think the Steelers will still be Seeing how they could have squeaked into the playoffs last year if they had the playoff format that's going to be this year, and we see, let's just see how Ben comes back. Mm. I think they could be a borderline playoff team. Ah, but um, see, I mean, I'll let you finish. I'll get to them in a second. Um, um, I'm looking forward to the Thanksgiving game. That should be entertaining, you know. <laughs> um, but I. I as far as the NFC, I, I like—I actually like the Saints. I like the Saints last year. I like them again this year. Um, the fact that um, they got a player from San Francisco when I thought both of those teams were kind of neck and neck last year, and then Marquise Goodwin going from San Fran to Philadelphia. Um, Garoppolo loses some of his weapons. I know um, they picked up uh, what was the the guy they picked up in the draft. I can't remember. They picked up AI. Yeah, but I will say this: he's supposed to be good. We are getting. First of all, we signed Travis Benjamin, and we Mm -hmm. picked up. We getting two wide receivers back: Prince Taylor and Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. (laughs) Excuse me. Um. Well, I mean, we see when when it gets on the field. One thing I do want to say about the Cowboys and um, something that will affect Washington as well is new coaching regimes and not having that off-season program um, 
to fully implement game plans, uh, team identity, or whatever that may end up hurting the Cowboys um, down the line. Um, but they should beat up on the weak teams in the division, of course. Um, they should, but we say that every year. I mean, we say every year the Cowboys should be good. Um, Dak's uncertainty, um, why they would bring in Andy Dalton and give him guaranteed money, that really doesn't make sense to me. And that's more kind of like in the line with Cam not being signed, Jameis getting the backup position. It's just um, it's kind of a slap in the face to the black quarterback to me. Um, so, with that being said, and then I'm interested in how Tampa Bay puts it together, but again, they have a system in place, and they just need a quarterback. If we think, <laughs> excuse me, if we think Tom Brady's as good as he is, if he still has some of that Tom um, terrific left in him, they should be in the conversation at the end of the season. I think Minnesota takes a step back. Um, with Stephon Diggs not being there, that was a dumb trade to me. And they still um, didn't pick up a wide receiver. Why not? They did. They got uh, the dude Jefferson in the draft. Yeah, they got Jefferson. Uh-huh. From LSU. Um, uh-huh. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, rookie wide receivers, you know. But, I mean, we've seen lately rookie wide receivers make a big difference in this past happy league. So, um, <laughs> all these teams that did get rookie wide receivers should be excited to see, um, especially coming off of the heels of... Yeah, so I'm a um, definitely got things to uh, points on both sides. The first thing, um, I don't the Andy Dalton thing. I don't. It doesn't worry me because I don't think he's going to be. Uh, I don't think he's going to make a difference unless Dax get, gets hurt. I don't think they he truly is going to get back up. And to me, like him being signed is like confirmation from the league that he's not good enough to be a starter. Because Come on, I, brother. For real? That's the only takeaway you got from that one? Do you really think they, go bench, they would bench Dak for Andy Dalton? Dak, All I know is a black quarterback in Dallas is complaining about money that Jerry Jones could have paid him. He hasn't said he's going to sit out, but you bring in a you bring in a, you bring in a lower tier a quarterback, you give him guaranteed money when your contract ain't even worked out yet. I'm not saying that he gonna. I'm not saying any dogs are gonna get no tick. I'm just saying it just don't. If that's your only takeaway, that where well, it's, it's fine because he ain't gonna play. That's no man, no. So, but, at, so, but the, but then in, and and then if he does, if Dak gets hurt and we had whoever the hell the backup, Stephen Rush. As a backup, the same people would be like, "Well, why didn't he get a backup that was worth something? Why didn't he get a, ve- a veteran backup? Got a Is veteran Andy backup." Worth I, that's true. That's true. Andy adult as a backup um, as coming in as a spot starter. Yes, you could stand to do worse. It's, it's a good. It's a good strategy. I, I I don't discount them for bringing them in, but I'm just saying. Like it that just, needs to be paid. Get, it, the, I, mean, I get it. I get situated. that. Like I get. I get it's a bad look, but like it's a bad look because that's what we we want to create the controversy because it's the Cowboys. But like on its surface, we've seen Super Bowls. You just mentioned the Steelers. You telling me if the Steelers didn't have a competent backup as their quarterback, <laughs> they wouldn't have been in the playoffs? 
So like, I don't know. They still had a lot of holes in the defense too, though. So they got it together well enough where if they won a couple more games early in the season when their quarterback was doo doo juice, they would have been in the playoffs. Listen to me. We turned the ball turned the ball over five times in that game against Pittsburgh, and they still couldn't beat us. And, so, t- and you uh, telling me, you telling me if they didn't have a competent quarterback, that they couldn't have won that game. And that's one more win that would have got them in the playoffs. So, like, I get it. It's a, it's a, on the PR side, it's terrible. But, like, if you get down to the X's and O's, like, yo, Dak threw for five, close to 5,000 yards last year. He's not in danger of losing his job because they don't want to pay him. Like, that's not what it's going to be. That's and just assurance if he sits out. And if he sits out, everyone in the world is going to say pay him because Andy Dalton nowhere near the quarterback. Like your ceiling with Andy Dalton is lower than your ceiling with Dak. So even if Dak sits out, it's not like the media is going to be like, oh, he should hurry back because Andy Dalton's going to take his job and take him on a run. No. They'd be like, yeah, Jerry Jones, this is stupid. You're really going to go into the season with Andy Dalton as your quarterback? No. It's just I don't I don't buy it that like it gives the Cowboys any more leverage. I feel anything. like after coming from like the Trent Balky years, a lot of you Dallas people just kind of just double down on the dumb shit Jerry do and be like, "Well, that you know, like no, that no, whole no. argument he's, he's... about it being about it being the controversy. You don't want controversy. Nobody really wants controversy all the time over it's, stupid." It's... It's front office decisions. So, but who was who was a better transaction to get that would be any less controversial? No one. You I'm couldn't sorry. bring in Cam. You couldn't. Hell no. Okay. First of all, Cam thinks and deservedly showed that like if he's healthy, he's a starter, and I don't really disagree with him. So I can he understand. Should be a starter. I don't. I can he understand. Be a and but that's why I was saying like I don't think Cam is being frozen out. I actually think Cam is being told. We can't bring you in because we know you are better than the person we have. And that's why he isn't signed. And so I think the opposite was true for Jameis and and Andy Dalton. They were getting they were getting word that yeah, you wouldn't be our starter regardless, so you might as well go to your best backup job. I don't know. I think Cam might be getting for I don't heard mm-hmm. I don't heard way too much rumbling about Maybe Cam ain't that good. I'm like, even though that man plays in a, in a freaking flag jacket, but like, I think, I think it has to do with him coming off an injury and teams not 100 percent sure he's healthy and not wanting to take the chance because they can't get their doctors to see him. You know right. what I mean? That's I think that has a, a, a big part of it. Not saying the the racial aspect, but um, I think you know. But that's what I think. Like they say, like we we. Because here's the thing, if they sign, if they let's say uh, hmm, Chicago would have been a thing, but they, I mean, it, they made the trade for folds. Right, they made the trade for folds. But like, if they could guarantee that Cam would be healthy, they would have brought him in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and I think Carolina did. It was a bad deal on their part. Not gonna say bad deal, but they they did him wrong by holding on to him for that long. Yep. They should have. They should have released him a lot early because nobody was going to trade for him. They knew he was Especially gone. Especially because yeah. And then to sign Teddy Bridgewater while he was still on the roster, that really like sunk his value. That, yeah, that that that, that submarine. I mean, that, that 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 wasn't fair to Cam Newton. Um, but I guess to his credit, he is working. You know, I mean, he's from his social media. You can tell he's working tirelessly. At least it looks like he is to um to get back on the field. 
I, I think he ends up in Jacksonville somehow. I think so Ooh. too. Cam. Cam. Really? Yep. Yeah. I think and, I, I think I think he's he's it Mark from Jacksonville. You don't if think Mitch can, you think Mitchell Mania ain't a thing no more? Uh, not, not that that is not that it, it isn't, but it's Cam Newton. You know what I mean? We we talk about an MVP of the league and it's like if he's healthy, Gardner, you you really look like a gardener next to him. You know what I mean? It's like so let me ask Cam Newton. Why don't nobody think about Cam like that right now? Like, because is it know really that hurt. much mystery? Is it that much mystery around his injury right now? You never he just know. set out I the mean, whole year. I mean, the mileage on him, the yeah. way he plays. You know, I mean, well, and people who have the, the most recent memory, like people don't know, before he got hurt, he was putting up MVP he numbers. Hit the best football. I mean, he's so, better than his MVP yet. And so, like, it's just hard to get in there and get your doctors that you trust to see him. It's just that's, I mean, the curse of the black quarterback too. So, I don't know. Dallas, Dallas first test will be week three against Seattle. I'm, I'm, I'm oh yeah, that's that okay. game. I, I was gonna see. I, I thought we were gonna go differently with the game, the games that we want to see. That's the game I really want to see. That should be a good game. That's that's gonna be a good one. I mean, yeah, we kind of always play them tough. That's yeah, but and it's to, in Seattle, need, too. but you need to win this. If you really want to set your season off, y'all need to win that game early uh, in the season. I, I'm more so. Like, oh. I'm more so, like, that's going into Seattle. Like, I'm more so thinking we're going to take that L and not that rather be probably surprised. That's and then, game. But I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, no, the statement games are the next three games. Those are the statement games. Because at home against the Browns, the Giants, and the Cardinals. Oh, I don't think those are statement games. Those no, those are the games we no. lose. Those are the games we lose. Those are the games we lose. So those are the games we need to win. Those are games that they should win, and just history shows that those are games that kind of that the team kind of things like. But if they go into Seattle in week three and and convincingly beat the Seahawks, and then lose to the Browns, and then lose to the Browns, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. The, the Browns, Browns, the Cardinals, and who? The Giants. Those are the games they lose because everyone focuses. They, they win the statement game and then lose two of the next three to those bums. That's how we. That's how you in That's how you in eighty eight. I gotta see you, it. I gotta see let it. Let me tell you about. Let me tell you about a run real quick. Patriots, Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. When I hear somebody say they worry about a game, <laughs> these are the type of games that I want to hear you say you worry about. Not the freaking Browns, though. Come on, man. You you Yo, just had, you just we, you just you, you just called it. your All right, team. Hold on, man. Let's let me let me pull up twenty nineteen and twenty eighteen. You just called your team a twelve win team. Let me just pull and up twenty eighteen. All right, so let's, you want to see who we lost to last year? You want to list the teams that we lost to? We lost to the Jets. The the Bears. You with me? Like th- those are the games. We, we lost. We lost we to a New Orleans team with you without Drew, Ble- Drew Brees and scored ten points. That's, we put, you you really want us to to, to, to give you pity points for? No 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about pity points. I'm not talking about pity points. I'm talking about understanding why I said that. That's why. You, you, 
got you a whole new era now, and you you want to live in the past? Nah, like, man, you, you gotta see it, it, man. You gotta yeah, see it, man. Anything, Garrett Levy should have gave y'all a breath of fresh air, and not to have some same concerns. Nah, we gotta see it. He was a poor game caller. Gotta see it. You right. Gotta see it, man. Gotta see it. Gotta see it. But gotta see it. (laughs) But that game in week three, if they win that game, you you know, you know, you know the media. I mean, you know the 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 machine is going to be talking about. If they three and zero after that game, like, oh my gosh, you know, they're really back to being America's team. Like they, they, sports. uh, ESPN is going to love it. They lead the sports center every. Every 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 ten minutes, <laughs> and that's got and that's got to be a prime time game. That's got to be a Sunday night game. That's got to be a Sunday night. But nah, it's not a Sunday night game. Isn't that? Nah. Well, flex, flexing is starting in what week four this year? No. Uh, week five? I think so. It's starting pretty so. early. But yeah, um, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Fonz, but um, but I mean that that that, that should be a marquee game that as far as. The NFL, they're, they're, they're hyping that game. How that, game, that energy right? don't match? That was one of the losses. I named it. You, you, I said you, Seattle. You I said off, San Fran. Very casually. Baltimore. How much? Listen, First of all, I said ten. A, I said ten wins. I said ten and six. So okay. ten and six. Okay. Let's, that's let's a playoff team, right? I said that's that. I said team. ten and six because that's a division winner. That's be. a division winner in a playoff team, right? Yeah. So you've yeah. got to win games. you got to feel confident that you can win games like Seattle because that's who you're going to yeah, listen. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm confident that we could win. It's only one team getting a bye. Yeah, yeah. And I'm confident that Dallas we could win, but I'm also keeping real, realistic expectations about where the season is going to end. So if I count that as a loss and we win that, Cool, we finished better than ten and six. Whoopee! What type of philosophy is that, Marcy? You're counting those three wins, those three games against the Browns. That that that. Yeah, that murderous that's what I'm saying. Those three games I'm counting those. I'm counting those as wins, but I'm also looking at it like, all right, these, these are the games that like this. Is how I know we a new team because we smashed this raw team that we supposed to beat. We don't got no duds like we go to lose at the damn Jets. We don't got none of those duds. Only one team gets a bad issue. Yeah, I so mean, look, be, I worry about the playoffs when we get there, man. You, you, you talking? So you talking like a team that just went to the Super Bowl? I'm talking like a team that didn't go to the Super Bowl for 25 years. Yes, yes. I'm I feel like, like a team that just went to the Super Bowl who spent the previous season what record? What? So you predict you predicted 12 and 4 last year? Who me? Yeah. 11 and 5. But you understand, we came off of a three-win season. I, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I just want to know: Did you was you real high on that team, and they met that te- that expectations, or you was just like, "Yo, this is they're exceeding, and I'm enjoying it." That's because that, that's how I would rather be. I didn't see too many. I, listen, I said, if anything, after the draft, we at least break ten games. Everybody else had us maybe breaking ten games, nine games. At the point when we were seven and zero, I'm like, "Yo, we got it together. We have figured it out." After that, even with the murderous road game, we hit the game: Baltimore, uh, New Orleans, Green Bay. Like that, that run right there. Like I'm like, "All right, good shit. We should have beat Seattle the first time." Real talk. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I hear confidence sometimes. And then y'all come in with this this other reality, and I'm just like, which one is it gonna be, Dallas? 
Because if you want to feel like you guys are, this is your year and it's a turnaround time and you're a playoff team, games like Seattle are the games you got to say, no, nah, we're going into Seattle and we're about to make our name known. Not just, oh, I don't know, we just we had this year before, you know. <laughs> you got you to gotta flex like when Washington win one game at the beginning of the year and they holler in Super Bowl. I'll give them that. They believe they're going to win it every year. Every year. <laughs> Somehow we get into the playoff with five wins. They're going to run the table. What are you talking about? <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm trying to go to all NFC East games this year. Real talk. Mm. If, if we're allowed in the stadium. That's true. That's yeah, I don't know. I think I'm good on stadiums for the rest of the year. <laughs> I can go ahead and watch that thing at home. <laughs> Can't live in fear, man. I'm you not living in fear. It is, that adds a different dynamic. It is a. Or it is a, a uh, dynamic from that Cowboy Seattle game because, like, all right, we're going to Seattle, but they're not going to have that 12 man. Yeah, that's true. I didn't it's think about that. Piece. Rocking in there. Yeah, right. that's going to be the quietest stadium in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. I mean, football games with no crowd, that's going to be interesting. I mean, players say they could do it, you know, like practice. But. That makes me think about what them basketball games were sounding like when it was nobody in there. Mm-hmm. Probably sound like open gym. Yeah, but it's going to be like open gym. That's all this is going to be. It's like the players will be way better. You're just going to hear a lot more <laughs> things going through the net. You can hear everything. <laughs> It'll look like an MW NBA game. Though. Yeah, but uh, speaking of NBA, they got they trying to figure out ways to come back. Um, last thing I heard is different teams will be allowed to do what their state allows in terms of testing. So like, well, the Knicks will be back. <laughs> I don't, but see, for me, that to me, I don't. This is why I don't think they're going to come back. Because if you leave it up to where the teams are, like the Wizards ain't coming back. <laughs> Bowser ain't rocking like that, so... Wizards ain't going to the playoffs this year, though. Right, but then the owners of those teams that are not going to the playoffs aren't going to want to lose revenue. Right. So... still, I think they got to get to, like, 70 games to get their guaranteed TV money or something to that effect. And where were they at? They were, what, in the 60s? Uh, It's between 63 and 67. The Lakers... Have played the least amount of games at sixty three. Most of the teams are at sixty seven. Mm. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, so three games. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Then they were like, um, the, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm just asking, like, do they just pick up, pick up where they left off for the season? See, that's going to be the interesting thing because, like, the teams that aren't going to make the playoffs, they, I mean, they have incentive, but it was just like going through the motions just to get the money. Like, I really, I, I don't like, I mean, like when, you know, I mean, we all play sports. I don't like just going through the motions. I'm going to go out there and going to play because just going through the motions, that's yes, how you end up getting hurt. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, I don't know. That's, that's going to be interesting. And, like, do the, do the players really want to get back out there? Well, that's the thing. I think some of the players don't want to get back out there because some of the players don't feel safe. And if you, you think can about Rudy, you can blame Rudy Gobert for that one. Right, and as I just was going to say, you see how it just spread through a team just like that. And I get that, like, he probably was taking unnecessary risks. Like, we still don't know, like, how it... Right, 
rest. That food was being reckless with a with a with a with a cult, with a purpose. But yeah. you know, I mean, being reckless is is a lot of times. You know, not a lot of people been reckless, and we haven't came up with you know those three letters. So you know what I'm saying. So just we 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 can't say that was the reason that he got it. Possibly. Because he did end up with it, but you know what I'm saying? It could have been anything. So I don't, I don't, I don't blame him for having it. I, I blame him for thus, like, getting his teammates it. Because I, from the reports, like, he was going around touching his teammates. Yeah, he was being there. And so for me, that part, like, like, him getting it, like, that that could have just been sheer chance. Like you just went to Starbucks, like you said, it's like you said earlier, got it from Starbucks. But the touching of your teammate stuff, when like, it sounds like none of your teammates was in the same joking mood about it as you. That's where I'm like, yeah, come on now, that's too much. Hold on. Yeah. But like, even like the 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 the, the options that they're exploring, like having to feed all the teams and you know a couple of hotels in Vegas or or, or at Disney World. But then yeah. it's like, how safe is that? Because then you have to have the people to actually run, mm-hmm. you know, the hotels. And Disney Disney World is a self-sustainable city, but you got to have the people there to run, run the it. city. And they going home every night. They, they're not, you know what I'm saying, going to be there 24-7 with the players. Correct. You know, they have to go home to their family. So that, that just creates another... Wait for the vibes to get in. I mean, it's just a daily thing, and like you have to test, like shit, it, shit, but twice, three, four times a day, everybody. I mean, yep. how does that even work? You know what I mean? It's just, the players want to make sure they bring their families. It's just, yeah. I don't, I don't see the season resuming, which is, which is just a, a terrible thing, just because like it seems like we were heading for some epic playoff battles. Um, mm-hmm. Just even down the stretch, like, people fighting for playoff position, like, in the West with the third and the, the sixth seed separated by two and a half games. So, just, like, missing all that was we go get an all-L.A. conference finals. Was the Bucks finally going to get back? Or was the was the Celtics going to come back? So, I don't know. I actually think this might also be the year they finally start the NBA on Christmas. Um in terms of like bringing it back with fans and then going from like Christmas to like summer, early summer. Which the new normal is coming. Yeah. Which I think that actually would be like the best thing for the NBA. I think I, I don't think they're shorten the season. I think they'll just push it yeah. into like July and August. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. I don't know the time mark okay. on it, but like I definitely think they're going to try to, like, get those 82 games. But, like, starting at Christmas because, like, making sure this the COVID-19 doesn't have a, a relapse or comes back around. Um, they'll monitor that and then come back at Christmas when the NFL is wrapping up. Then they have that whole time to just be basketball. Um, as far as baseball, like, I, I don't know if baseball can recover from this. Really? In terms of people watching it, like it was already, well, definitely, like attending, I think, is done. But in terms of watching it, I don't know. Because <laughs> it already was fighting a losing battle, like, just in terms of interest. 
Now it, we don't have anything to do, and it's not on. And then the next time we come back to the summer, it might be competing against playoff basketball. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just think people are going to be so happy to be able to get back out and live somewhat of a normal life that I think, at least in the beginning, numbers are going to be good. It may take taper off. But right, but. But at first, I think it's going to be like, all right, yeah. Let's go catch a game, you know. But Hold on. So you think baseball's taking a hit? Like, as far as viewership? I think, yeah. Because when are they going to come back? Like, their sport is like, they're, they're, the weather dictates, like, how late their sport can go. So they kind of have a finite time frame in terms of their sport. And so, like, as we keep getting more and more into the summer and they've not started back up, what, what's going to happen? And, like, they have two... Huh? But they won't, they, won't have, they won't have a season this year. Right. But There's then no they, point in having a half season. But you don't lose support. But then the next time they come back, the next time they come back, they'll have to contend with playoff basketball, supposedly. So if they have to contend with playoff basketball, like, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that a lot more people would choose to watch an NBA playoff game than a baseball game. Hold on. Why would, why would they be competing with NBA basketball when they come back? Because the NBA is talking about going from Christmas to July or August next year. Yeah, but you still, you still got, you still got that law. It's always gonna be room for baseball. Yeah. It's always gonna be room. For yeah, baseball. there's the diehards, but like, I think a lot of people like instead of catching that, like. If the opening day, if the opening day competes with a playoff basketball game in the same city, those people are going to choose playoff basketball all the time. I believe. Uh, listen, I, I know that you are down. You guys are diehard NBA fans. The majority of America that don't watch fucking basketball until the playoffs or after the fucking All Star game. But that's what I'm saying. It would be playoff basketball that they'd be competing against for instead of just a little bit of their season, now a good chunk of their season. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. Because think about it. So, it. like, it, it, under the new NBA thing, instead of July 4th being all baseball, we'd be talking about theoretically conference finals or NBA finals during that time. First of all, the network ain't going to let you choose between them. Yeah, that's when you could, but when you don't, when you like, there was a reason the calendar, like, was the way it was because certain things reigned supreme. So baseball at a time did reign supreme, and so they got the lion's share of the sports calendar because of their game. And you built things around baseball, but now the world has changed, and kind of basketball is like all year, and they kind of run. Like, well, football too, but football isn't talking about changes. So after football, basketball is next in the hierarchy. And so baseball doesn't get the same pull. Like, if you can't pay. Do you hear anybody anybody from baseball complaining about their lack of season? Like the NFL or or, or basketball? Do you hear anybody from baseball complaining about a lack of a season right now? What do you mean, fans? 
fans, pundits, you don't even hear, you're not even hearing about baseball. And, that, and that's my point. Life. That's my point. Like they've they've gone, and so like next this time next year, it won't be, oh, baseball is back for us to talk about. It'll be like, yeah, baseball is back, but we also talking about the NBA playoffs. So like, how do they compete but with that? Saying, but you said it's, it's not. It's, you said it's a, it's a possibility. It's not set in stone that there's this extended basketball season. Yeah. I think as they keep trying to push this season further and further along, they're setting the stage for next season to begin later and later. Here's my thing, though. Even if that's what they want to do, they still got to work that out with the network. The network's going to chase that money. And all the NBA's going to go in there and be like, look at these viewerships for these time frames. You want to you you recoup about, some of this back? So if you're thinking about then they're going to chase the money. Then how can you not see that they won't they won't allow they won't allow that, that viewership to split between those two sports if both of them two sports is up and running. Still no guarantee on none of that. Cause I think they I think they value basketball's dollars more than baseball's dollars. I know you really don't truly believe that, right? Alright, I'll look up the the contracts and then um we'll I'll come back with the contract things. But um, I want to switch it over to The Last Dance. Um, These six episodes right now. Uh, They just finished up. um, Talking about his 90... What is that? 293 season? Yeah, 1993 season. 1993. I just want to say real quick that I've been boycotting The Last Dance as a New York Knicks fan. I feel Patrick Union when he said I ain't watching that because I lived through that shit. Oh, come on. I lived through it too, but like, come on. It was interesting because it's not, I mean, they really didn't focus on the Knicks too much, you know, so it was kind of like, it was just really half of an episode. Really? Yeah. Sort of kind of? No, no, I, I, I don't think, I'm not saying that because they, they was focused on the Knicks. I'm just saying, like, I, it's, it's triggering. This is triggering, okay? You, you called me after that Charles Smith episode. Like, come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I don't want to relive that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a painful part, but, you know, there's so much more other stuff in it. You know, but, um... Oh, yeah. I get to keep watching Scotty take off on you and every year. Dang. Good on that. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to show John stop dunking on two. Three bulls. Three bulls. It's okay. It's cool. I, I think I they think showed they that did. clip. I think that. I thought they did, too. Yeah, they showed that. <laughs> um... Because I was, I was, you know, I, I gave a fist pump when, you know, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you know, but it's just, it's just, 
it, it, it's good to see as a basketball fan just yeah. everything that it touches on. You know, it's 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 centered around Michael Jordan and the Bulls, but it, it, it touches like every aspect of basketball. Oh no, no, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna say I just can't watch it in real time with all y'all crazy folks. <laughs> 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 like, like you know, I don't want to talk about it every day. Yeah, you know. like the Dream Team documentary and the little white boy that's in the street when the, the Dream Team is going on to the bus and like, Michael Jordan! It's <laughs> 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 in my mind every time I watch it. It's just like, oh my gosh, man. understood he was good i just hated him <laughs> just hate him so like this is i mean it's good to see all of stuff behind the scenes um i blame charles barkley still i, I, I don't i don't what you blame charles for what making them average over 40 in the finals like oh, shit <laughs> you you i mean he did but you telling me that you don't think phoenix should have won that series the man i was rooting for over 40 <laughs> points in the finals First of all, like some, like Horace Grant, like when they showed it again, like he really should have taken that shot, <laughs> and he didn't. And it just so happens like Paxson made the shot, but like every other time, it's like, dude, you passed up the the layup to 
go out for a three. And, like, this is back when they wasn't really shooting threes like that. Like, now you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's normal, especially if you got a guy who shoots it that well. But, like, then, that, I don't know, sometimes you just got to tip your cap to a guy and be like, look, he, we gave it our best, and he just he just made him, made him he, he was better. They was down four. Do you, do you, do you believe in that rumor, uh, Charles and, and George's relationship, that Charles might have laid off in that series? No. No, no. I don't believe that. Only because, like... I don't want to believe it, I'll say that. There we go. That's a different answer. (laughs) That's a different answer. (laughs) That's a different answer. I don't know, man. When you get that close to a ring, and you playing somebody who already got two, why would you lay off? It ain't like... I could see if Barkley had his and Jordan didn't. But, like, I can't see Barkley laying off. And he's, like, in 92, he was, what, how many years in the league? Was he He was at least 10 years in the league, right? Nah, not 10. Nine? He came in. He was the same age as Jordan. So that was what? That would have been the eighth year, 92? Yeah, no. Nah, he was. If Jordan was what? 80. Jordan was 84. 84? Yeah, 8 years. Yeah, 8 years. Yeah. All right, so yeah, 8 years. I, I don't see him being like, ah, I'll get it next year. I'm, I'll let Jordan have another one. I, don't, I can't see that. I ain't going to say he purposely laid. So wait, you saying after the triple overtime game, he looked like his heart wasn't it? He probably was just tired. A triple overtime game? I'm not going to give, like, I'm trying to look up his stats for that game six, but, like, I feel like that game six, he, like, brought everything he could. Yeah, I think he had a good game that game six. Oh, don't worry. I got it going on. (laughs) (laughs) Find that that line. Because honestly, like, I'm I'm watching that series, and after that trip over time, I was like, oh, this is Phoenix. This is Phoenix series right here. They got it. They got it. And that trip over time game was what? Game three. Game. Nah, that was game three. Barkley had, Barkley had 21 points, 17 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal. Yeah, I mean, 7 for, seven for 18, he kind of had a bad shooting game that game. I mean, all of them had a bad shooting game. All of them did, honestly, yeah. Hold on, you go. I mean. Everybody had a bad. Yeah. My, only Michael shot better than 50%. Yeah. Pippen yeah, with 10 for 22. You said what? Shit, I really like Richard. I mean, I don't know. Is he still with us? Is he still with us? I 
so. Game four. Wait, wait. Game four. You talking about when he was dogging and he put up a triple double, thirty two, twelve, and ten. Barkley. They won the next game. They lost the triple overtime. They won the next game. They won the triple overtime game. Yeah, they lost the straight five and six, yeah. No, no, no. They was down 3-1. So they won game five. And and lost game six. Triple overtime they lost. Wait, no, no, triple, triple overtime, overtime they won, overtime they won. and then they, they lost they the next one. They lost the next one by game six, four. game Chicago. four, yeah. with Barkley putting up a triple-double. And then in game five when they won, Barkley put up 24, six, and six. So I don't, I don't know what else you could ask from him. Again, Michael Jordan averaged over 40 points. <laughs> like, Mike, Mike knew. He, he knew by the time that series started that he was, that he was about to retire. He was, he was tired. So he was like, yeah, I'm going out as a winner. Fuck that. So, yeah, he kind of left it all on the court, I think. And that, and that, he had that to put up 55. He had to put up. Yeah, that yeah, was a true 3P. He had to put up 55 to, to win the triple overtime game. Now, Barkley showed, you know what I'm saying, he was just, I, I, I think he showed he was deserving the MVP that year in that series. It was just the Bulls. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Back so, and, and, I mean, it wasn't like they got blown out in any game. This is true. Just, but, but that's the wild thing. The Bulls weren't blowing teams out. You know what team they blew out? Who the? Blazers. The Blazers. Yeah. Games right here. They will go off. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's a struggle game. Yeah. That was that statement. That was it. Yeah, that was coming back. Like, At that yeah, point, okay, yeah, I, don't think there was, them. I don't think there was a person alive that thought the Blazers were going to win after that. I know I didn't. I was like, oh, Jordan gets another one. <laughs> I was like, nah, this is a wrap, man. My man is shrugging on him in the first half of the first game. Oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> I was hoping against hope. Shit. Out, outside, of, outside of Phoenix, it, it was hard to bet on any Western team after what they if, beat the Lakers for real. But that's because you, ne- you didn't – I mean, I didn't respect the West. So, like – I always in the start first like. Nah, even even with Seattle, nah, not even with Seattle. I just never thought they had a, a consistent enough. Seattle had a consistent enough third score. Some nights it was Shrimp, some nights it was Hershey Hawkins, but it was like, y'all y'all can't do nothing if they decide to put Pippen or or Jordan or one of y'all. Like whoever's having that good game, they just put them on y'all for like, a while. But you saw what Mike said respond to that, right? What did he say? He laughed. He said, I had no problems with Gary Payton. I think I think that's coming up in, in maybe episode eight. But I think that think part's coming up. Like, Payton would have made him work more. Yeah, he would he would have held it, George. Like yeah. don't get it twisted. 
you don't want to, you didn't really want to get George mad, but there was a small window where I feel like you could take George out of a game for at least a millisecond. Right, you but know what I, mean? I, I mean, to me, I think, to me, the bigger issue, and because like this is something I learned from watching Kobe, was that George Cow never switched up defenses, and he never switched up defenses like 15 years later when he coached Denver. George Carl. He never switched up his defense, and so like I feel like it didn't matter what happened. Like eventually, Jordan would have would have figured it out because like if you just run the same thing at him, like he he was too smart at that time to to just get the same defense and be flummoxed with it over and over. So like I feel like now yeah. goes uh, Lakers. Who was after the Lakers? The Lakers then who? Portland, Phoenix. Portland. Portland and then Phoenix, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, then and then the second run was Seattle, Utah, Utah. Seattle, Utah, Utah. So Dang, I would have loved to see them play against those from King Rockets. That would have been a good series. My they would have. They... But my Knicks took care of business that day. <laughs> they, I wish they would have taken care of business. OJ got in his damn Bronco. <laughs> nah, that wasn't it. It was fucking. I don't. Oh, that that makes me mad more than losing to the Bulls with Jordan. Like I could, I could take losing to the greatest or one of the greatest of all time. I could take that. But like, yo, like the, you had the finals. It was right there. You were fucking up in Game Six. I remember the fucking scenario. They tried. They pass it in the UN, and then they pass it out to Starks, and Starks shot it from the corner and fucking missked it. And even though it wasn't like the final shot of the game, but it was just like, oh it shit, like we're about, we're like done. It. This game is done. We're going back for game seven. That game. <laughs> Put Ronaldo Blackman in the game. Why is Ronaldo not playing? Well on his way to finals MVP. Well on his way to finals MVP. Hand check hopper. I say hand check hopper. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> Andy out too long. He gonna pluck it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, this has been a a good for you. I'm interested to see how much they touch upon the retirement and the the circumstances the surrounding years. it. Because, like, I've heard a, a lot of different things. I think my new favorite one is like Stern was going to suspend him, and rather than be suspended, he just retired. Yeah, I heard that. I, I think that's stuff? yeah. I think that's plausible, especially where Michael was. Um, y'all want y'all want to preview the, the, the next few episodes? I have. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't. I've I've come across them. I, <laughs> I won't watch. Yeah, I won't watch in a row because I'm not gonna be able to keep quiet. <laughs> like, I just know myself. Like I'll get to tweet some or put some in our chat. Like yo, what the fuck? Can you see this shit? And be like, oh wait. Yeah, I've never watched it. My bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to offer it to the whole chat, actually. Now, I, I think Chuck put, put something put in some, there, too. Yeah, he put seven he put, and eight in there. He put a couple of links in there the other day. Because um, supposedly the the ones that got sent out to, like, the media people was the first eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Before, yeah, like, that's what it beginning. was. Yeah, episode seven and eight that he posted, too. Well, I don't have no links. It's a um, all the videos are sitting in a Google Drive right now. Mm. Ah. Yeah, nah, I'll just wait till Sunday. It got, it got like with no sports, I gotta have something to look forward to, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I swear, 
I don't even watch TV. Like, I haven't watched TV all this week. Maybe last night. I watched Tombstone last night. I have not watched any TV. Like, I, I haven't even been watching, like, First Take or Get Up or any of that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just waiting till Sunday. Like, I haven't been watching First Take or any of that. I've been watching the first really? 48 and then the Food Network and shit. <laughs> you know what I have been checking out, though? Uh, the podcast, All the Smoke and the Knuckleheads. Yeah. Um, I have been watching those. Um, Gary Payton had a real good interview. John Wall's interview was good. I mean, all of those, 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 um, all the smokes are good. Dion's was good. Um, even going back to like Kobe's, Kobe's was real good. They, they, they do a real good job. Can we address John Wall real quick? Is he playing next year or what? Yeah, he yes. said he's playing next year. He said he's going to be the best John Wall we ever seen. That's um, what he said. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I believe in his confidence. <laughs> you got no choice but that. He's a country boy. What did that look for? Hmm? Is that Kentucky John Wall? Like what? No, I think he, I think it's a, a more controlled um, playing with Pace John Wall. Um knowing when to go and when to back up. But my, 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 He's been working on his jumper. I mean, My only problem is is that I still don't think that him and Bill can coexist. I think Which, yeah, he touched on that too. Backcourt America can't coexist. I don't know. I think they can. I, think they I, can. I, mean, I think they have done it, honestly. Really? Um, yeah, because I mean, I, I was having a conversation the other day. It was just like um, those teams... That, that I mean, at least two of those playoff teams should have made it to the conference finals. Like mm-hmm. the year he broke his wrist, yeah. And then Kelly, um, is that, was that Kelly Olynyk year? That wasn't yeah. the Kelly Olynyk year. That nope. was he, he broke his wrist against Atlanta. That was in 2015. Oh, that Kelly was the year Olenek before 2017. No, no Kelly Olynyk 2017. That was when Scott Brooks ran him into the ground. That's yeah. when John hit the, the game one of game six. But game yeah. seven, they came back and Olenek went off. That was 2017. That was, yeah, that was 2017. Um, but it was another year. What was the other year that they should have gone? Um, I, wa- I want to say that other Atlanta year, the Paul Pierce year, the Paul Pierce. But, but that was yeah. a game six that where he didn't six. hit that. He hit the shot after the buzzer. Um, but then they went back and lost year. the next game. No, no, that was they lost in game six. That wasn't a series. That it was that would have been the series for five. the Wizards if he hit it. Really? Yeah, and then they lost that game and lost the next. This is what my game. issue with the with the Wiz kids is. All them years that for all them years one they was getting tanked by freaking LeBron and the Cavaliers in the first round, and then when they finally get to like the second and then they would lose and then they got to watch the next team in the in the in the conference finals and then they sitting back talking about oh well we would have we would have won no you yeah. you would have been in the finals i would say that year that they lost to boston they did play cleveland the best out of all the eastern teams um i see where they were coming from but it's still lebron in the conference finals um that's like a that's that's a tall task, and um, I don't know if they would have been able to climb that mountain with it one being LeBron and two. Um, I still believe in NBA, NBA conspiracies, um, so like I don't think they would have made it past. Here's why I don't believe in NBA conspiracies. If, if no. there was, but we would have gotten Kobe, LeBron, if there was NBA conspiracies. 
so I definitely don't, I don't know. Like, mm, I don't know. And I say this as definitely with like, oh, hold on, I guess everybody cut off. Pause this. But yeah, the reason I say I almost believe in conspiracies is because of uh, we got no Kobe LeBron. Right, and they was in the conference finals for it. Yeah, for it to be the magic in the finals, and that really was just like wow. Because I'm still talking. But um, but yeah, the Wiz kids, no, they never, the Wiz has never made it to the conference finals since '78. Yeah, when I don't even know no, the last time they won 50 games. They won it in 78 and then lost the finals. And, no, won it in 77 and lost the finals in 78, something like that. They went to the finals two straight years. I think it's I, nah, I think it was 71 and 78, lost in 79. Because I thought 78, the Blazers uh, won. Years, right? They won in 78. Oh, okay. What did you say? Those was uh, West years, right? West on sale? West on sale and Bob with um, Elvin Hayes and... Um, Earl of Pearl was on one of those takes. Phil Chenier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but there, there was a question I want to ask y'all this. What, 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 do you, what teams do you think about that take the best Gilbert Arenas, Karan Butler, Antoine Jameson years and put them against the best John Wall, Bradley Bill years? Which team would you take? Easy. G- Gilbert Arenas, Jameson Butler. Yeah, I'll probably take Gil and them. Because I think they could have been, they they could have, they could have played for some championships had they had a better coach. And I don't like the pool one, Eddie Jones. I mean, uh, uh, what's my name? London, I'm not proud of you. You are on my call. Stop. No, go upstairs. He wasn't that that disciplinarian that that team needed. That that Gilbert Arenas needed, you know what I mean? That team felt like that. Um, that team felt like that Golden State team that had um, bars in the morning. <laughs> believe team. <laughs> but the, but they they I don't know they had an edge to them though. The Wizards with Gilbert being a leader, he, he a brought an edge to it. But he was just it was goofy, a different. You know edge. what I mean? Him being a goofball, it just it it, it changes the, the, like the dynamic a little bit. Put I like think this. for all talent. I think for all, all talent. Allen, he didn't have the fortitude to be a champion, y'all. Mm. Nah, he couldn't be your leader. Because yeah. he that I watched that thing when LeBron went and tapped him on the chest. The We Believe team, there was nobody on that team that Brian would get that would be affected by that. It, 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 he wouldn't even got that close. Somebody would have pushed him up well, off. Well, that too. But like the even if they even if they tapped him, they they'd have knocked them both down and then looked at him like, what the fuck wrong with you? That's like, say, if it was like Monte at the line shooting those free throws. My Bonds or, or, or Captain yeah. Jack would have came over there. They would have got him. Nah, get out of here. Over oh, Baron Davis. I don't even think Baron Davis would even let him touch him. But you know, Gilbert and LeBron are actually, they're friends too. So that's. Gilbert right, but like, even like that's friends, but between the lines and like, I got a chance to put you away and get closer to the NBA Finals. Goofball. Yeah. You're telling, me, you're telling me that you believe that. He he had championship pedigree, but he just wasn't a leader. I think yeah. the team the team has that. Pe- Yo, you saw you you telling me he was not talented. 
Hibachi Arenas? Come on now. You can be talented. Michael Red had talent. Mm. Brandon Raw had talent. I said championship pedigree. You, do you think they had talented as Gilbert Arenas? Because I don't. Huh? Neither one of those players you just named. Who was the second player you said? Brandon oh, Roy. Had the oh, no. Oh, no. I think Oh no! I think Brandon Roy definitely had as much talent as Gilbert. I think he, we were robbed with Brandon Roy. Like, I don't. Oh, no. Six, seven that can shoot, can score, can dish the ball, and can play defense. No, I think Brandon Roy had not for those those uh, knee injuries. He would be in the conversation of the best two guard of his era. He'd be up there with Kobe and D Wade and James Harden. He'd be in that conversation, I think, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I think that to say the but I'm saying like they, these guys have talent, and to say that you know how you, how you want to compare Michael Red to Gilbert. Uh, um, again. Gilbert just ain't happy for me. He, he 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 was nasty with the shot. He could create his own joint, but he he you won't go win with him. Just like everybody accepted the fact that the Knicks won't go win with Carmelo. Just wasn't gonna happen. Hmm. Again, I, so I think Carmelo's I, I is definitely a deep for that one because Carmelo's won. Like we've seen Carmelo be a winner. We we didn't see it being no, NBA winner. Very good Syracuse team. And they Did won. They but I didn't even say those Denver what? Gems. They got I mean, to the conference finals and lost to Kobe. They lost to Kobe Bryant. Because I mean, George Carl didn't change his defenses. Kobe literally said it and showed us on a detail episode. Like, look, he's doubling me with the ball the same way he doubled Michael. I was having some trouble. I watched the Bulls series. And then in games five and six, I figured it out. And look, let me show you. In game five, we did this. And So, like, I can't put that on, on Melo. Like, Melo got them there. I think a lot of for me, like to say, I, I hate when they say Melo isn't a good play because he didn't make no, the teammates around him better. I, no, no, I know you. I know you. I'm not saying that. he was a bad. I love Melo, but, but I had to come to the fact. Listen, I had to come to the fact where I had to understand that we won't gonna win with Melo. That wasn't his fault. I mean, it was his fault because he took the money, I guess. But no, the, you should it, blame the Knicks for offering that much money. No, 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 no. It's it. If he hadn't took the money, he would have went to Chicago. So it wasn't about him taking the money. It's the fact that, yo, you did not have a team to complain about around you. You really didn't. <clears throat> right? So all you had to be was a leader. All you had to be was somebody with championship on mind and go out and slaughter. I say that, that we, we year they not, lost listen, against the Pacers. We was, we was not weak Knicks teams when Melly was there. Mm. But they, like that year, they lost against the Pacers. The, the series before that against Boston, when they should have closed them out, and Jr. got to talking, and it just when he got suspended the game, mm-hmm. yeah, and then it just threw off their whole momentum, and then they got in the Pacers, and they did, they just bullshit against the Pacers. Um, and the, but then the next year, Miami, they Amari was shot by then. Like his knees were shot by his that. Knees shot, but I I never agreed with paying him anyway. Mm-hmm. But look, but if you if you think about it, right? You tell we had a team with Larry Johnson, Spreewell, Allen Houston. I don't think anybody over the size of six ten. No, right? Marcus Campbell's on that team. Okay, 
Herb Williams. <laughs> that barber, the team barber, stop. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was playing because you was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> team barber and backup coach. Look, I, I, I can't, and even, even, even though that was the hideous half season, right, mm-hmm. we still get to the finals with that team. There was no reason why Melo should not have at least tasted the Eastern Conference Finals, man. Seriously. That's true. But it goes back to understanding who has championship pedigree. When people get mad at me because I say that I don't think Braun had killer instinct, you know, and I'm saying this as I've said it in the past, not really saying it now. I, you know, I just stopped having that debate with y'all. But when I say don't have killer instincts, I'm saying is that that championship pedigree is a switch. At one point when you say, you know what, everybody jump on. I have more respect for Braun than Cleveland years. The beginning of Cleveland years. Because he literally put all of that team on both of Every time. Every time. But, like, I, so you telling me those Miami teams wasn't largely led by Bron? Last three years. That first year they were kind of like, uh, Yeah, they were trying to figure it out. Who's going to be the alpha dog? Right, but um, then once after that, after that every team Bron has been on, he's been the unquestioned alpha dog. So I don't, I don't, like, <laughs> I'm not going to get into a back and forth with LBJ about y'all tonight. (laughs) I did believe they had a killer mentality. Whether you felt like it was the Braun years in Miami or not, at the end of the day, he always looked like that nigga that didn't want the ball in the big moments. And that's what I think about when I think about champion. When I think about what Melo could have been, Coming out of Syracuse, what I thought about what he could have been as he's showing us in Denver, just like Jr. with young Jr. back in the day before he got stupid. Okay, like you see these things, you say, "Oh, that's talent." You see talent, and you love talent, but when you see championship pedigree, when you see killer mentality, that just takes on a whole different form to me. I'm just sorry, it does. And, you, and the one thing is, if you don't believe me, y'all watching this last dance, you can't tell me. You can't tell me as purest NBA fanatics that you can't feel that championship pedigree. And you might even feel it more because you're doing it from a point where you're not hating Jordan. Yeah. So I hear all that, but for me... It's just it's how you look at it. Like when you say killer instinct, to me it's just like whether or not you like the person. Because to me, I see this Jordan documentary, and I see he didn't win until he got people around him. I see him. I see him have that killer instinct and going to Boston and drop sixty three and lose. So like, did he not have it then? Like that's what I'm saying. So like, is or or actually, you know what? My bad. Take that back. It's not personal. Answer me this question: Does killer instinct matter whether or not you win or lose? No. Okay. Then all right. Now I got you. Okay. I won't. I can't argue that point anymore. I, I I was coming from the point of you thinking Killer Instinct 
matters no, about, it's not women. about women. Okay, all right. I it's can agree with women. you there. Okay. It's just about if you put that, you put it all on the floor. Okay. And then when the, when, the, when the chips get down, you say, hey, niggas, let's go. See? I can, okay. I can understand with, that. What Oakley said about you and hurt my heart because, not because it wasn't true, it hurt my heart because you airing our business. Everybody in New York knew that. But that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't feel nothing by it because it was like you, you said, you, you saying something that if anybody was like a fan of those teams, they already I, knew that. Like you not, you not really. Hurt my heart because he, he was airing our business. But mm. you knew, we knew. Yeah. It didn't be clickbait. It didn't need to be clickbait that day. We knew. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I can agree with that now. There's that there's different lens on it. So I like nah Gil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's and it bothers me because I hate when I see niggas like with natural talent. Not to pivot, but like I was thinking about Marcus Peters, right? Boy from Ravens. Mm-hmm. When I watch him play football, I say, Oh my god, do you know where he would be if he had his fucking head on straight? It's true. <laughs> like I, I seen him. I seen him in the. I seen. I watched him in coverage in the uh that last that last uh Pittsburgh game. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, oh my god, <laughs> this nigga's nice. Speed, footwork, ability to just press you in, man, yeah. and. And then I watched one game where he got completely talked out of the game by Jalen Ramsey. Uh. <laughs> uh. And I'm like, yo, like sometimes when you have when you have that championship thing, can't nobody get to you. You could be having the shittiest game. It wouldn't matter. You could lose by 20. It wouldn't have mattered. Because nobody can get to you. Your yeah. ball don't fall sometimes. It's only inches in the NFL between the win and the loss. But when you got it, when you got that, I'm coming to get it, and you're going to have to take it from me for you to have it, you got to, so that's just a different feeling to me. And sometimes when I'm watching players, mm-hmm. and some people that I like a lot, who got a lot of talent, I just don't see it. I don't see it. It don't take nothing away from what they can do. For me, I'm waiting for them to hit their potential. Like, get up there. Because no matter what I hated about Jordan, you would never hear me say, oh, I didn't think Jordan had killer instinct. Uh, and I hated Jordan. I don't even hate LeBron. Mm-hmm. I love that nigga. But sometimes he just disappoints me and it hurts. Because you were 6'8", 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as we begin to wrap up, I did want to circle back. I looked at those TV deals, and the current uh, Major League Baseball deal is with ESPN and Turner Sports going through 2021, and it's a combined total of $8.2 billion. Conversely, the NBA contract, which uh, goes through the 2024-25 season, is for $24 billion, and it was signed in the 2016-2017 season. So how, many is that, how much is that per year? $2.7 billion per year. Per year, as to one year of $8 billion. As to one year of, let's see. Eight, you just said. No, no, it goes through its current contract. So this was in, hold up, let me go back. This started in, oh, wait, wait, my bad. Their new thing for Fox Sports is through 2028 for $5.1 billion. Right, Fox just picked up baseball. Yeah, for $5.1 billion uh-huh. through 2028. Meanwhile, the NBA goes through 2425 and is for $24 billion. So if the NBA says we're readjusting our calendar, Turner Sports is like, okay, cool. Because the value of the NBA contract is more than the MLB contract. That was my whole point. Them numbers don't seem even, though. And not, and not even talking about who's more, who's less. I'm talking about spread out years. The, the fact that, you first of all, Fox, Fox, was, Fox was always going to underbid because only other people showing baseball is ESPN. Right, right. Like but ESPN had the monopoly on baseball games. N- no, because it's ES, but it's Turner Sports. They all—it's the same companies broadcasting the same things. So it's it's Fox don't get into basketball, but Turner Sports does baseball and basketball. ESPN right. does now, baseball and now, basketball. But with Turner Sports too, you also have a conflict of interest there too, don't you? Because he he has both. Does he not? Who has both? Turner Sports. Yeah, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. But Turner is going to pick basketball over baseball. You don't know Ted Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I know Ted Turner talk about that money. Talk, Ted Turner talk about that money. And that money doesn't leave none of it off the table, Foss. Yeah. You got to look for money grab on a bigger so scale. So you go watch a baseball game at 4 o'clock or you go watch the NBA game at 7 o'clock. Because that's what will happen. Baseball games, the baseball games have the ability to run during the day. They always have anyway. Basketball right, right. But, can only be shown in prime time. But that's my point. Are you going to watch the baseball game at 4 o'clock? Or, are you gonna, or which one is going to be on your priority list? When comes back on, Fawns, it don't matter. Niggas going to be watching any and everything. Not if they got to go to work. You guys were watching horse. Not if I, actually I was not watching horse, so like Do I can say I cannot lie, I can <laughs> say with a straight face I was not watching horse. I did not watch that shit. Like I, I had to draw the line somewhere, and horse was it. I did not watch the horse. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> it's 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 not fair to even try to judge that whatever first sports come back in that first time frame. It's not fair. It's gonna be like people with the with the with the dope man fresh out of jail. Everybody gets a hit. Everybody looking for that. They're gonna be sucking up that content like it's like it's going out of style. Trust me. You gotta you gotta you gotta ask again when shit is on normal kill. 
I get Honestly. it, but I'm saying when they're developing a schedule of stuff for you to watch, like yeah, we we if you have the ability to watch baseball at four o'clock, you're going to do so. But if you have to choose, I believe they're just going to choose gonna basketball. Half the people still going to be at home for us. Yeah, and the other half are going to get home in time enough to watch the NBA game, and that's why NBA going to be on at seven. That's my total. That's my point. That's all I'm saying. An NBA game that comes on on seven is not the weekend. I always in the playoffs, all of them. <laughs> but I did want to um get some breaking news. Oh, go ahead. What's up? Well, I mean, it's not. Well, let's say like an hour or so ago. But Adam Adam Silver was on the call with the players, mm-hmm. NBA players, and um he did confirm that. The two likely um, locations would be Vegas and Orlando for two teams if the season resumes. But he wouldn't guarantee like the the teams on the on the bubble to make the playoffs. Those teams being the Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, and Spurs. Mm-hmm. And um, if the league can't get back fast enough, they just wouldn't be in the playoffs. They just go straight to the playoffs. Okay. And then um, the main uh, question, like. They're hoping for daily tests during the playoffs mm-hmm. if they have them. And if a player does test positive, they'll be isolated and the games will continue. But, um, yeah, that's what a, call that, a conference call that they had this afternoon, this evening, I should say. And they say that 40% of the league revenue comes from fans. comes from the fans. 40%. So if season resumes with no fans, you think they're going to Cut the TV money? No. No, 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 no. I'm not saying the NBA is not the NBA is not going to cut the TV money. What I'm saying is Major League Baseball is going to be losing out because they're going to get squeezed the, out of the, the time slots. The, the NBA, the NBA, the way the way that it, the way that it was just explained to us, the NBA won't even have enough content. Have enough content. And if it's and if and if they and if and if the NBA sits there and say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push, blah blah boom, right? Again, baseball starts up around April, right? <coughs> the fucking All Star Game ain't until what? July. 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 Right? July. Yep. You'll be done by then. You'll be done by then. You still got a second half of baseball. If if well, not if the, the if season the starts later, Christmas. That's you said saying. Christmas to July. The, it was they said July or August. That's not you have a half a season. Again, but you still got the other half of the baseball season as basketball is finishing up. I, and my point is, they'd lose that 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 time from the first half of the season. They'd first lose off those season. fringe fans. That they get who I just want to go have a beer and watch a baseball game because now they're you going to have that, a beer. You lose, that, you lose that in any sport if they don't let no freaking fans go. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how many baseball parties we're having as compared to having <laughs> NBA playoff parties. parties. It was normal. <laughs> that's my you point, know, and that's my saying, point. But we don't have, go to games. But we're going to. I have, go to games and I actually watch baseball outside of the playoffs and the championship. Yeah, so, I don't, that's fine, but I, I know a lot more you people. You don't see it, Fonz. You don't see it. Like, baseball ain't taking no hits. Okay. They ain't taking no hits. 
Okay. They might not be the. They might not be the top. The, the money. Sport, the money says otherwise. No the money says otherwise. <laughs> they're not taking no hits. Sports, you act like you act like these 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 deals, these baseball contract deals, have always been enormous. They are that. They are that sport that just flies flat. No nope. highs, no lows. Mm, just no. flat. No, they were the sport that was in charge. And then they lost the season due to the strike. And to get it back, they had uh, steroids come in and help them get it back. But now they go from season to season, either the ball being juiced and flying out of the park or having 20 strikeouts. And so they're trying to get the home runs back so people will watch. No, no, no. They've been taking hits. The inner city kids don't play baseball, so they're not getting the most athletic kids anymore. The, their most famous player could walk into your wherever we are outside, wherever there's people, and no one would know them. Their best player, no one you couldn't pick them out of a lineup. That's true. I do always say I'm a baseball player when I go to base. <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> so like, like to I mean, me, like, yo, my name is Pablo Juan Gomez. And I'm a second string, uh, second baseman for the Astros. <laughs> so, like, I think they just have, like, this isn't going to help them in the way that, like, it could have. Well, I, there's no way it could have helped them. So, I just. We'll I don't believe it, but we'll see. You yeah. say you say it. We'll but see, we'll see. you know you ain't going to eat that humble pie if you're wrong. Oh, I will, because it's, <laughs> it's on wax. Which The tape don't lie. So, like, we can play these back. That's why I actually like doing these. So, like, hey, we can go back hey, hey, and Rodney look up our King predictions. Rodney King will tell you the tape lies. No. Every day. Uh, Rodney King will tell you the ju- <laughs> Well, that's a different story. But, like, <laughs> we could go back and, like, actually we might do that. Look at our NFL predictions from last year and see what we got right or wrong. So, like, I have no problems eating my humble pie if it can comes to Can I be on that episode? Because I, I got the perfect size pie for you. Okay, go right ahead. As a matter of fact, you could we can bring you back on next week. We ain't gotta wait for that episode. You can come back next week and you can serve me that no, humble pie. Because <laughs> like, no here, I appreciate, it. I appreciate, no it. Problem, I appreciate you coming. We appreciate home. you coming through, man. Definitely was a good, uh, good little time bit. So you know, we hope everybody enjoyed this. Uh, right, elongated podcast. Uh, feel free to break it up into two parts if you need to. But honestly, uh, we all at home right now, so you know, just put it on, sit back and relax, and enjoy yourself. Um, thank you for tuning in. Say, job time, turkeys, and until next time, peace. Catch y'all.